When you pay the hectic, when you pay hectic the value to redeem the thing which you were makdish, you can't use real estate. We can't use slaves. Because slaves are described or compared to karka by being referred to as lereshes achuza in inheritance. So just like you cannot use karka, you cannot use slaves. You can't use a star. Because it doesn't have an actual uh, monetary value. So you can't give hektish a piece of paper that says I owe you $100 and use that to pay the hektish. Nor can you use a star of someone else gave you that says I owe you $100. You say, here, hektish, hektish, you take it now. The hektish can now collect the money from the guy. That doesn't work. Shemar, it says, and also the you should give the money, silver, money. Whether it's actual money, or any other movable property, which has uh, monetary value, but even brand, even if it's not the best quality material, uh, brand is not the most uh, valued uh, material, but enough brand has value. And therefore, that's also good to be used to give the hectic in order to be, to be paid to redeem the hectic item. The truth is, this word, like uh, is not necessarily an actual pasuk in the Torah. It's a terminology from the Gemara that's based on the pasuk. But the point is the same. Halacha base. Call a pedah When a person redeems the things he was makdish, meisiv chemish he asked at a fifth. And of course, we know a fifth does not mean twenty percent. It means twenty-five percent. Vechad amakdish atzmei. Whether person, whether himself, the who does the hektish, is one who redeems it. Ayish or his wife does it. Ayish or someone who inherits. From this person, after the person was makdish, it passes away. Some actually would teach the Rambam, like a son or a brother who would inherit him, even if the guy is still alive. But in any event, all those people have to add a chemish kishbanu. So not just the person himself, but even his wife, or even a uh, potential or actual heir, all have to add a fifth when they were, when they were paid it. If someone else is a stranger is paid it, he just, he just gives the actual value. If it's hundred, he gives a hundred. But if it's some, if it's the person himself, his wife or his yerush. They would give 125. The chemish as well, just like in Allah Aleph, we said the actual pedia must be the taltlin, not karka, not staris, not avadim. The actual fifth you owe, the fifth that you add, 25% you add, also must be the taltlin. The chemish measure, the fifth you add, it's like the hekshish itself. They have one halacha. In other words, when you have the, the thing with the, uh, the item which is hektish, and you tr- and you uh, use the money to redeem it to exchange it. Now the item becomes non-hektish. It's chulin. You can use it now, and the money becomes hektish. But not just the hundred dollars that the item is worth, but even the twenty-five dollars you add is also hektish. And therefore, any one, any part of the money uh, that you would use incorrectly would be considered being mail hektish. Halacha gimel. the kedusha. When a person redeems his items from hektish, he gives hektish. Let's say hundred dollars. That's how much it's worth. Uh, he gives hektish. Excuse me. The, the the redemption value, whatever it's worth, plus a fifth. The fifth he has to add is not ma'ak. It doesn't prevent the hektish from the, the padia from transpiring. Once he gives the hundred dollars, is actually worth. Now the item that he was makdish, let's say his you know silver knife, is now chulin. to benefit from it. It's no longer hektish. He has an obligation now to still add twenty-five more dollars, and those twenty-five more dollars will be hektish like the original hundred. Nevertheless, the the, the padia has happened. The item is no longer hektish. You're not allowed to benefit from this item that you were paid until you give the extra 25%. Why? Maybe it's going to be pashaya, negligent, and not give it. Since he could use it already without being doing the avera of being mailed the hektish, what motivation does he have to pay the extra 25%? Therefore, to prevent to motivate the person and prevent him from failing to pay, he's not allowed to use it until he is paid it, until he adds the 25%. 
That's during the weekday. If the, it's a question of needing the item for Shabbos, like a, like a silver collar knife, or uh, uh, food, let's say, depending on Shabbos, because of the mitzvah of, and the need to have uh, earning, benefit, uh, or delight in Shabbos, they're matter him to eat the food for Shabbos, that he was makdish, if he was makdish, let's say an expensive roast or whatever it is, even though, he, even though he did not yet give the 25%. So uh, the thing is, is that he's allowed to use it on Shabbos. During the week, he can't touch it. He can't eat it. When Shabbos comes, he's allowed to eat it. So my example of a challah knife is not a good example. It sounds like John was talking about food, Dafka. He says, Lechel. Akaponim, for the sake of Enoch Shabbos, since you repaid it, and in Atreider, it's no longer hectic, you're allowed to use it. If it's irrelevant to Enoch Shabbos, and... Another added point is that the gizbar, the gizbar, the gabai of Hekdash, the Bishamikdash, is nudging him to pay. So he has to be a case where he went to the Bishamikdash, told him about the expensive food or the food item that he was makdish. He pays the uh, uh, actual uh, original value of, let's say, $100. This way, he doesn't have a Hekdash item sitting in his house that might accidentally be used, and someone's going to do that very well of Hekdash. But he can't yet afford to pay the $25 more. So he's not allowed to touch it until he pays $25 more. However, if it's a question of Enoch Shabbos, because Enoch Shabbos is involved and the Gizmer knows about it, and he's going to nudge him until he pays, we're after him in order to use it on Shabbos. A person has an animal, he was makdish in the Zbeach, he said this animal is going to be a carbon oil, and then the animal got injured. It uh, broke its leg or a bee stung in the eye and became blind. But Nivdu, so he didn't really supposed to do, he was part of the animal. Uh, by giving its value to the Besamikdash, or, or or rather, sorry, excuse me, exchanging the value by uh, by transferring the hektish from the animal to the money or to the item that he's using to be paid them. If the person doing this transfer, the pedia, is the person who is makdish the animal, that's a regular case of hektish, even though it's not hektish by the kabayis, but it's kachim is beach, and therefore he asks, he's the one he has to add a fifth, twenty five percent. Um. The person who is makdish the animal, who is chemish, he's one who has to add the chemish. It's his achrayis to add the chemish. Anybody can uh, be willing to exchange the hektish to the money because because uh, you get an animal now, right? But but who's the chuyiv to add the 25%? After the person who's makdish it. Not the person who wanted to be the schapper who has paid it. So if, for example, Ruvain says, I'm mechoyiv to be a carbon oil. And Shimon says, here, I'll do you a favor. I have an extra cow. Here, take this cow. This cow is now hectish for the sake of Ruvain's carbon oil, says Shimon. Then the cow has gets a move. So if Shimon, who was it for his friend Ruvain, who wants to be paid it, he has to add 25%. But Ruvain, who was the one who wanted to bring it as a carbon, he would not have to add 25%. He's like a stranger. Says that I'm now new halacha. The hektish you should you chayav this is The first hektish is what you chayav to add the chaymish. Aval hektish sheni ain't the nesef of chaymish. You don't have to add a chaymish. In other words, the second thing you're being paid is the first thing. So if I have a cow, and I say this cow is hektish uh, for bedek, uh, let's say not a cow, let's say a donkey. You're not supposed to use a, a, a carbon animal for bedek abayis. Let's say he has a donkey or a deer. And he says this animal is kachy bedek abayis. The value is for the bedek abayis. So there's some there's some migdash, and then he wants to be paid it. So he has to, let's say he wants to use, now to be paid to this donkey, he wants to use a deer. The deer has to be worth uh, the same value as a donkey plus 25%. However, 
But now he wants to give pledge of the deer. He wants to give cash, let's say, if he pledge of the deer. He, he only has to give the actual value of the, of the deer. He doesn't have to add 25% to that. That's Hekdashrishin, the first item you Makdashin. Hekdashrishin is the thing you would use to be paid it. How do we know that's not Allah? Hashem says, you if the person who sanctified his house, if the person who's Makdashin wants to redeem or be paid to his house, the Yosef Hamishish, he has to add a fifth. The thing he was Makdashin add a fifth to that house. Let's say he was Makdashin's house, he has to add a fifth to that Padilla. But then if he was paid to his house with a, with a cow, Expensive cow. It's the value of the house. He doesn't have to. Add, he doesn't have to add a fifth of the value to the cow itself. The cow is the matvis, the thing that was gechap, the thing that was grabbed with the hektish through the process of being paid to the house. It says that hey, as an explanation of the second half of halacha dalid. If a person uh, takes a behem that's hektish, he's mechalik. He makes it lose its, its, its hektish status and transfer it to a second behema. He does it the correct way. You're supposed to do it. Whether we're talking about a case where it's an animal that's Kaddish for the Bedekabayis, or it's an actual animal that's supposed to be a, a carbon, but it developed a mum, and therefore he was paid it. Or he, he does it the incorrect way. He tries to transfer the hektish from a, 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 a carbon animal, to a second animal, and he does it in a way you're not supposed to, as we'll learn in Echus Tamura, and therefore now both animals are hektish. When he wants to be paid now the second animal that was that became hektish uh, instead of the first one, or in addition to the first one, in the case of Tumur, in the case of Tumur, where he didn't do it incorrectly, and therefore both animals are hektish. And either way, the fact is the second animal, he does not need to add 25%. Above. By a person separated a carbon ashram, he took an animal and said, This is for the sake of my ashram, that I'm the Let's say, for example, uh, he's Chayav in Ashram, uh, Ashram Gazelis. And Menachal by Mum, unfortunately, the animal developed a Mum. And he has to be paid it, obviously, now. But he still loved Chaymish, and then he, 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 he uh, was paid it. He added the 25% he's supposed to. And he used a different animal. So he has cow number one. Cow number one, he says, this is for my carbon Asham. Then before he has a chance to bring it to Yushalayim, it develops a mum. He takes cow number two that's worth $125. He says, this cow is now in place of the original cow. And, and he does it in a way that it's a proper chilo, not a tamura, obviously. And now he has cow number two. Cow number two is meant to be designated now for his, new, for, for his carbon Asham. But then, cow number two gets lost. And then instead, he uses a different carbon ashram. He uses a cow number three. Cow number three, he brings a carbon ashram to do his carbon. So now, what do you do with cow number two when he finds it? The cow number two, he goes and he, it, it's, it's uh, redesignated to uh, pasture until it develops a mum one day. Again, cow number two, which is pasturing, you're supposed to wait until it develops a mum. And then you're supposed to be paid it with a different animal, and then bring that animal as a carbon oila. It's actually Allah Hamashim Sinai. So now, when cow number two gets a mum, you want to be paid it, do you have to add a, a fifth? So, how do you solve the Gemaish of Allah It's a question if you have to add a fifth to the cow number two. Since it was originally a carbon asham, but now because of the circumstance, Allah Hamashim Sinai says you change it into carbon oila. Do you say that it's considered a new process? It's not considered hektishani. Uh, it's considered hektishrishin. Or do you not have to add a fifth in teishik bar because coming from the status of being transferred, 
in exchange for the original cow, which is Hector Shavishin, Shekvar HaYisav of Chemish. You already added a fifth to that to be paid it. And therefore, the Allah is, you don't have to pay the 25% extra, but if Hektish grabs it, they get to keep it. Halacha Zayin. Kachev and the Gabayas. Kachev that your person, was, he sanctified them for the upkeep of the Besamigdash, but not for the Mizbeach. Enes and Temura. There's no concept of Temura. Temura is the, uh, the in, inappropriate exchange of Hektish with Cholin. And the, the, the concept does not exist by, by the Gabayas, only by Kachev Mizbeach, by Karbonus. So don't tell you Tumura El Bukachimizbeach. Tayra only the whole halach of Tumura only applies to Kachimizbeach. Things that were originally Kachimizbeach that now are perhaps they got a mum or or bachlal, you're trying to exchange it, even if there's no mum. Case of example, how you look in front of the Hemis Khulum, Hemis Kachim, but the person has in front of him behim, which is regular khulin, and the behim which is he made he was makdish it for bed the kabayas. Valmar he said, even even we could be even talking about a behemoth that you theoretically could bring for a carbon, like a perfectly good cow. Valmar he said, Zu Khalifa Zu. This one is a substitute for this one. This one, meaning the chulin, is a substitute for the for the hektish one. A zu tamura zu. This one, the chulin one, is uh, is exchanged for the hektish one. Loyamakum. Then what he said is irrelevant. There's no concept of tamura. So therefore, the second one is not hectish. You don't say the both hectish now because there's no concept of tamura, and it's not an appropriate way of being paid to something. And therefore, it's not. It's not. It's, it, 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 there's no padia. The first one is still hectish by the kabbayis. The second one is still chulun. However, if he says that this one, the chulun one is in is is instead is, is excuse me is in place of this one. Or it's it's uh, it's 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 profane, so to speak. The kedusha is transferred to this one. That that works. The first behemoth was hektish now becomes chulin. and the second one now becomes gechapt uh, for hektish. So that works. Whether we're talking about hektish that a person was maktish for bedekabayis, if excuse me, whether it's kachim the animal you sanctified for bedekabayis, or it's a case of a carbon that a mum developed, and therefore you have to be paid to the animal. you're supposed to be paid them only for their full value, full market value, no less. And if you're the person who was who was makdishit, or you're the person's wife, or they're yerush, then you should add twenty five percent. However, if a person was over. Or even by accident, or by accident, even on purpose, and he was paid it, and he used less than the full market value. Even if the difference is a hectic an animal which is worth a hundred dinar, and you mechalad on uh, on one pruta. The din is that the pedia is valid. The animal is now chulin. You're allowed to use it, even lechadchilo. Now, but a person who has to pay a chaymish didn't give the chaymish. To that we say we can't even use it. The Chum said you can't use it until you give the Chaymish. Even though Menatir, it's obviously Padre, because you gave the full value. Over here, interestingly enough, even though you only gave one Pruta for 100 dinner, the Chum didn't say you can't have enough in the animal until you give the full value. Uh, fine. Even though the person, is, the Padilla is legitimate, the Chum said you have to evaluate it and pay the full value. To compensate for the amount you didn't you didn't pay, so you have to make an evaluation in this case and pay a hundred dinner minus a pruta. Halacha tezam gives an example. Case of example: If you have you have an animal which is a carbon, let's see, it was a carbon oilov. And the animal developed a mum, but and it's worth ten zuzim. 
you have now behem which is not hectish, and it's only with five shkalim. But Amar says this animal, the the uh, hectish one, is now mechulelis, now not hectish anymore on account of this one of the chulun one. Hey, that's a proper way of doing pedida of pedia. Uh, uh, and therefore, it's nifdis versus chulin. The animal that was a carbon is now chulin. However, you have to still pay it a five additional extra shkalim for the base of Migdash. You gave five shkalim through the new animal, but you have to still five more shkalim to compensate for the total of ten of the original animal. If the first animal was not kachim isbeach, it was kachim by the kabayis. You will mock the shit for the base of Migdash's upkeep. It can go it now the same thing. The animal becomes chulin. The gaz is to be sheared, leovid, and to use it for work to plow the field with it. If it's a cow, let's say, this gaz The second animal goes to its place. Didn't tell you that's minat The first case, the animal did not say that the gaz is leovid because the animal that was originally a carbon, kachim is beach, and it developed a mum and you paid it. There's certain restrictions of what you cannot do with it. So he doesn't say you can shear it and, and use it to plow the field. But if it was originally kachim, but the kabayis that you could take We'll learn more about more about that in sefer kabbonis. However, the chum decreed. You have to add, you have to, again, the same thing is, even though it's hectic, you have to evaluate the value to determine whether or not the animal you use to be paid to the hectic animal is the same value, or if there's a discrepancy, you have to compensate by paying up the difference. If you have, now you go to, you, the Chum say you have to evaluate them both so you put together a bezin three people evaluate them they say the two animals are worth the same amount of money you don't know anything else even if afterwards a hundred people come and they say the one that was hectic was worth more you owe more money you don't have to retract the halacha the, the ruling you can rely on that because the bezin said the same amount of, the, same, the same value the pastor is talking about three people who know the basic uh, uh, you know the chachma of evaluating animals if you never saw a cow in your life, you wouldn't know how to evaluate it. Since the whole idea of being evaluating the value of the animals is because the pedia works even with the pruta, but they weren't machmir in order to say that you have to now go and and change the, change the psak uh, if, if if it was a mistake or if people disagree. If however only two people evaluated it. And they told you the same amount of money, so it's not really a bez, it's just two people. And then afterwards, three people come and they say, and they say, the hektish was cheated by the smallest amount. In that case, since the original psak was not to a bezdin, if a bezdin afterwards, three people come and say that no, the hektish was worth more, and therefore you owe more, then the, the, the halach is, uh, the, the, the ruling is reversed, and you have to now go reevaluate it and make sure you don't owe any money. And if you do owe, you have to pay the extra. You don't redeem hektish by estimation. You have to do an exact evaluation. If you do redeem hektish by estimation, hektish has the advantage if there's a mistake. Case of example, if you exchange uh, one cow for another cow and the first cow is hekt- the second cow is hektish, this talus of chulun, or this talus is in place of this, this other talus of hektish, Hektish Pade, then in that case, because it's Shavakesif, it's worth at least a Prut, obviously, the Hektish is redeemed. Now, Hektish has the advantage uh, after evaluating the money, the exact money. If it turns out that the second one you used to be paid was worth more than the Hektish one, you don't get change. Like Khanaisa, Hexbarn, Vesheskin, the Gizbarn of the Bissamigdash, the Gaboyim, 
take the more valuable one, and uh, that's it. They, 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 this, uh, end of story. If many yaf is not worth enough, mashal masaj yadam he has to add the the, the, the difference. Like we said, if he's, if he's a guy himself or his wife or his or his yerush, he has to add a fifth on top of that. If the guy specifies and says talazu, now so the chemish he has to add is the chemish of the value of the original of the original cow. The original cow is a hundred, and he tries to use a very cheap cow to pay it. So uh, he, he he estimates and he uses a cow which is too cheap. So besides the value of the original cow, he has to add money until it reaches a total of one hundred twenty-five. Avamol, if the guy says talazu be'asas sloim tachas talasos hekdes, just talas of ten sloim. Which he knows is worth more is in place of this talus of hektish, which is worth a lot less. this expensive cow of ten slayim tachas hektish is in place of this cow of hektish. Even if that one of hektish was worth uh, only half the value, it was only worth five, and his is worth ten. So he's a of chemish. He has to add a fifth to his ten. But he has to give another two and a half slayim, twenty five percent. He specifically clarified this is the amount of money he's using in this value of this item to put in the hektish. So even though even though uh, five, if you add twenty five percent, is a lot less than ten, and he gave ten, the chayyus he's fine. No, he has to add twenty five percent top of that. However, if he wants to now be put in the second talus, which is ten slayim, he doesn't have to add a chaymish to that. That he can be played for the the. Uh, um, Regular value, as we said, that Hector Shani does not require a, a, a fifth, like we said in the end of Halacha Dalit. Halacha Yud Beis. I paid him. He had a Hector. If someone redeems from Hector, now let's say the case over here, we're going to say uh, the price changes. So when he wants to be paid from Hector, so Moshe from Mana, and he did him, did him a Shicha from the Gizbel, let's say the Gavad of Isa Migdash. And it was with a Mana. And they agreed that that's how much you can pay it for. But he didn't actually give the money out to own the Messiah until the price changed. Now he can work 200. He has to pay 200. That's when it comes, comes to regular people. When it comes to Hektish, though, it says in the Pasuk, or it's actually Mamre Chazal, not a Pasuk, he gives the Kesef and that makes it his. It's giving the Kesef makes it his. If the price changes before he pays for it, the price changes and he has to pay the new price. Now, most of Messiah, if he made a Mashiach and they agreed it was worth 200, he didn't actually pay 200, the price went down. In this case, as a Messiah, he has to pay 200. We said that payment is what makes the actual uh, uh, transfer of, of ownership, and he didn't pay for it yet. So, how come the first case, we're looking at the payment over here, looking at the Mashiach? We shouldn't have the advantage of a regular person being bigger than Hektish. When it comes to regular person, then is that Ukraine when you make a Mashiach and you have to pay for it. And if afterwards the price changes, you have to, even if the price goes down, you have to pay the original price. And therefore, just like if, if this per, if he was taking this item from regular person, we have to pay two hundred instead of a hundred. So when it comes to hektish, also we make him pay two hundred instead of a hundred. Why by regular person taka do we say that it's the Mashiach that makes the makes the makes the Kenyan? Not the paying of the money, because if you say it's the paying of the money, if you pay the person $100 for the item, and then he has to deliver it to you, let's say, and on the, on the way, someone tries to steal it from him, he's not going to protect the item, he already has his money, he'll come to you and say, I'm sorry, mister, the money you gave me for the item you paid for, uh, the item is no longer available, it was stolen from me, it's not my fault, and therefore, uh, it was your item that was stolen, not mine, I was just delivering it, and therefore, the halach is that it's not considered yours until you actually take possession of it, so you can protect it, so it's an advantage for the buyer. 
So in those situations where we'd say it for the buyer, and in a way it also it, it works out well for Hektish, we say it by Hektish as well. Gimel. Now, that was your days talked about where he made a Meshicha, didn't pay for it, and the price changed. Now we're talking about a case where he paid for it, did not yet make a Meshicha, and before the Meshicha, the price changed. So he paid 200 Zuz, he gave 200 Zuz, so he paid it. And then before he actually did the Meshicha, the price went down for 100, now he wants 100 Zuz, 100 Selah back, he ready required it, by giving the hundred, the two hundred zuz, and uh, and Meshach Shaloi, and then he made the Meshicha, he on the item, even the price changed. It was his own item that he made the Meshicha on. The Meshicha didn't didn't make it his; it was already his. because he paid for it. the original money you gave of two hundred. If he gave a hundred dollars, he paid it in Hekdish. And then the price went up to two hundred. So now Hekdish says, oh. You have to give another hundred. So Masha put the puzzle. Didn't know in this case, Taka, the person gets away with paying just a hundred. They didn't listen to eleven months. He doesn't have to give anything else in addition to the, to the hundred seller he already gave. Why is that? The income we don't say over here. Don't let a person, a simple, a simple regular person, be more common than hektish. And therefore, if a regular person gave a hundred, and uh, then the price went to two hundred, and the guy said, "Listen." I'm not going to give you the item unless you pay another hundred. Um, and if you're not going to pay the extra hundred, then the seller threatens to back out. In that case, so the and the seller could back out. So that if the seller could back out, why can Hektish back out and tell the guy, listen, either I'm backing out or you pay another hundred? We don't say over here that we don't we can't allow a headed to have more agency in the Hektish. Even this case, a seller who says to him, listen, the price went up now. Either pay another hundred, I'm not giving it to you. Uh, he would have to be a Mishapara. So it's not like it's not so easy to back out. It's not so simple to back out. The only way of backing out is if you accept upon yourself a Mishapara, which is like a curse, where we say that the Hashem who punished the Dharamabal, the Aflaga, and stuff, and Sadim Bamarina, the Matriam, if you punish the person, he doesn't keep his word. So it's a pretty serious thing. You say it in Bezin, it's like a curse in Bezin. Commission's Barbara Kami will say in the uh, in, in Sefer uh, Mishpatim, I believe. So the in Hektish, you would Mishapara. Hektish is not appropriate to, to curse them in that way. The Bela, just like the, since the Mishapara is not an option, we go back to the default and we say, if the only reason why the seller could back out if he's a regular person is because he has the option of Mikal Mishapara. Hektish doesn't have that option, and therefore Hektish can't back out. So once you pay 100, it's a done deal, even if the price goes up, before you make your Mishikha. Lucky you. Allah Yudal, Hamakish Kalnachas, the person who declares everything he owns Hektish. And he had an obligation to pay his wife Aksubah, or he had to pay Shtachayvis to people he borrowed from. Now, they, usually if he has no money, they can come and take from his property, they can come and take from his belongings. But over here, everything is hektish. The, the, the woman who wants to collect the money she's owed for Aksubah, or the person who lent money, or, or, or is owed money for another reason, is not able to collect the Chayv. Uh, even though normally, if somebody uh, owes someone money and then gives their property to somebody else, in this case, somebody else is hectic, you can go to somebody else and take and, and take the property and say, hey, excuse me, this is, this is, I'm entitled to this because the person who gave it to you or sold it to you, he owed me first. Hectish removes the rights of the Shibud of the lien. That's only a temporary thing because however, when Hectish goes and sells the karka that this person was Maktish, and he gives this, the Hectish to give it, to somebody else, 
and the person is paying it by paying for it, then the field becomes chorin. Now, the, the, the person who's owed the money, the Baal the woman, can come and just pay then and take the property from the person who redeemed it. Because there's still a shibud on the karka. It's just that they are temporarily not able to take the karka from the person who's, in whose possession it is temporarily. In this case, that person temporarily is hektish. Um, uh, the Dharma explains, what's, what's, what's this compared to? Two buyers. So, for example, you have a, a, a husband who uh, wants to sell a piece of property, and the guy says, "I'm not going to sell buy buy the piece of property from you." In uh, 10, 20, 50 years from now, if you do, if you pass away or you divorce your wife, she's going to come take the property away from me to pay for exuba. So the guy tells his wife, uh, "This is not good." So she says, "I'll solve the problem." She calls the Levitian. She goes and she writes a star to the to this person who wants to buy the property from her husband. Calling him Rishin uh, because we'll see why in a minute. I have no time for you. The guy buys the property from the husband and then sometime in the future sells to somebody else, the second person. And if in the future, she can go to the second person and say, Excuse me, this kaka has a shibu that I'm entitled to. The guy will say, What do you mean? You wrote a deal to the guy who sold it to me. He showed me a contract you wrote that says you're not going to harass him. I bought the field from him, so you can't harass me either. And I didn't just know that's not true. I, did, I didn't say I wasn't re- removing myself from my rights to the piece of property the woman's going to say. I just made a commitment not to harass this individual. But you're now a, a, a new purchaser. I can harass you and take the car, a car away from you. So similarly, Hektish has the rights to say, don't harass me. It's as if, it's as if you're forced to basically write this commitment of to Hektish. But once Hektish sells it to somebody else, to then the person can come and take the property away. Halacha Tessayin. So first, you make the woman of the As in every case where someone's coming to get paid back from property that has a lien on it, the poor guy now has to give up the property he paid for and go chase the guy who sold him for the back to get the money back. So you make a make a shavua that they're that telling the truth about the fact they're owed money, and the star they have is legitimate, etc. And then we have to make them. We have we, we, we announce for sixty days consecutively morning and evening we got the price about the price of the field and how to determine how much people are willing to pay, like we explained in Paragimal we evaluate what's the person willing to pay to pay to this field, Amanas, that he can then go he then would go and give the field or the or the, or the value of the field or excuse me, the the entire um to the woman or to the Baal So if a person uh, uh, has a, a piece of property over here with 100 shkalim, he may very well be willing to pay a few shkalim extra and then he'll turn around and give the Baal of the woman 100 shkalim. So now he has a piece of property that's a, it's a 100 shkalim, but he paid a few shkalim extra, so he's willing to pay a few shkalim extra because it's uh, for in, in his mind he can make a good investment. After he redeems it by buying it from Hekish even for one dinner, this way, we don't say Hektish ends up um, going out uh, from the Hektish's possession without any redemption. So he has to certainly pay something, at least one dinner. First, your demon now has to go and, and, and uh, basically pay. Magal means collect, but it means to, 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 to collect on behalf of, for, this, for, for uh, an agency of. So he uh, basically gives a woman, helps her collect her her ksuba by paying for the money. Or the so that's the deal. He has to then, after being paid in the field, give the full chayv to the uh, the bal chayv of the woman. Even if the chayv is a hundred, the field is only worth ninety. So, so the chayv is much more. 
So he's going to say, what do you mean? The field's only worth 90. I was paid to the field. I only should give the 90. So he says, no, I'm going to ask him. So the person who's paid it is on the condition he's going to pay the Baal or the woman, the entire value of the Chayv, even if the Chayv is much more than the value of the field. So he has to make sure that for him it's worthwhile. It might be worthwhile for him, yet yeah? You're going you're to be, be paid the, uh, the field that's worth, a, worth a, that's a 100 shkalim. The field's worth a, uh, the field's worth a 100 shkalim. The chiv to these people is 190 shkalim. Maybe his, for him it's worthwhile to uh, to uh, pay uh, you know one shekel or one dinner, and he'll have to pay 190 shkalim to the foul chayiv or the woman, and he'll have a field with 100 shkalim because he believes he can turn this 100 shkalim field into a thousand, a 10,000 shkalim investment maybe. So that's as long as it's not double the price. My example was 100, 190. What if it's 100, 200, right? That the field is worth 100, and the chiv you have to pay to the woman or the balchayv is 200. You don't have the person redeem it with this understanding that he's going to then have to go give it, give the full chayv to the balchayv to the woman because no one's going to, no one's willing to do that. No one's going to go. And uh, and end up basically paying double the price by being by having to pay the woman the woman or the balchayiv double the amount of uh, of what the field is worth. Uh, so, so then, if, if that's the case, Hekish will not be able to have anyone anyone be paid it. And the paid is and therefore we we, we remove the shibud. We say that uh, they don't have the rights to the field anymore, and whoever wants to redeem it to the regular price can do so. And uh, they have to now the woman or the balchayiv has to now go find a different way of collecting their money. Shem king if we do make that condition, I think I have to pay. The full chayv to the person, even if it's double the amount. And if it's kal, no one's going to want to be paid it. A person who sanctifies everything he owns. He makdish everything he owns, and then he divorces his wife later in the future. So now he owes a ksuba, but everything he owns, he owns is hektish. And then, as we explained in the previous halacha, the woman collects a ksuba from the person who redeemed the kaka from hektish. In the event that the yeah, the person divorces his wife. He didn't die. So he, uh, he divorces his wife. So she cannot be collecting money, her ksuba, from this guy. Until the husband, her ex-husband, makes a nether that they can, uh, uh, that he can, they can never benefit from each other. And have have enough from each other. Why? Maybe they're making a trick on hektish. We're worried that now, after divorcing, they have, he, he regrets the situation. And, or after being, after being makdish is the chasm, he regrets what he did. He says to his wife, "Listen, let's do a trick. Um, I have no, we ha- I have no, I have nothing. I, don't, I owe nothing because I was makdish everything. Let me divorce you. Go collect yuksuba from whichever guy is going to be paid uh, the piece of property from hektish, and we'll have a piece of property. And I'll remarry you. We'll have a piece of property. You collect it for yuksuba, then we'll get remarried. We'll have the property together. We'll have something. So we're worried because they make that trick. Therefore, they have to make a, a, a neder. They'll never have any enough from each other. So you can't remarry her. You can't share property with her." And then we don't say, if he wanted to do this trick, I mean, he would say, you know, as if you regretted it, he'd make everything because he owns hektish. He would say, but it was a toss. I made a toss. I said everything I own is hektish. I meant to say everything I own is something else. And therefore, it wasn't people by Shavin, what he articulated and what he thought wasn't equal. Therefore, the hektish is bottle. Or he'll go to a chacham and he'll be matter neder regarding his hektish because hektish is a neder. That's what he would do if he regretted He wouldn't make this trick. And the answer is no, we don't say that. We say this is very possible he would do this kind of trick, and therefore to prevent that from trick from, trick from happening, they, the husband must make a nether that she can never uh, benefit him or have benefit from him in any way.
this person. I, I owe a money to this person. I please, I, I, I shall play you with this. Clean belongs to this person, so it's not really hectish because you can't have something which is not yours. Shema, you ask, you know, hectish. You're worried that by saying this person owes money, I owe this person money, he, or, the, or this or this kid belongs to this person. He's making a trick with hectish because then he's gonna um, split the kid with this person and say, hey, you, you say it's yours, and then we'll split it 50-50. Or in the first case, again, when the when the plainy comes to take the property from whoever's being paid it. He's going to split it with the person who was uh, Makashu's Zachasim. Again, in order to make it look like, in, or, in, in order that it should basically be um, be nifta uh, uh, for a cheap price, and, then, and, that, and that this guy will go and get collected from the person who was paid it, like explaining the Lachat Zion. So he's making a whole trick to, to arrange that so he will be in cahoots with this person and, be, and get a part of it. So because of all the, all the, all those, all the situations, we don't believe a person could create new chayvis. It's only chayvus that we know that happened before, like a ksubah that we know before the hektish existed, but they have, and we have a star for it. Or there's witnesses that existed before. A people hoi yishtar v'yad v'al chayvus. Even the case of the ishtar, ain't goi v'al da'pis da, el da'ch shi'gavim k'bal chayvus k'mesh b'yanu. You only collect the way all b'al chayvus collected, as, as we said in Tezayin, has to be through hektish, where the person's paid it for a small amount, I'm going to ask to give it to that individual, um, uh, uh, who, 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 upon whom there is an obligation to pay back from this property. That we say the person has to make a shavua before he collects from hektish if he's collecting from the, uh, as he would whenever he collects from the chashim This is not believed to say that that Damazan um, his own word, like we said in Lachid Ches, because we're afraid he's going to commune us to say that he owes money to people after he's makish the chashim body if he's a regular healthy person. He's a body. Abel Chayla, if he's a sick person, we're talking about a sick person on his deathbed, Shekdish Kondo Chasev, who's Makdash everything he owns, Ba'am Bashar Shekdish, and at the time he's Makdash, like during that, that, that while he does, and not, not later, Manla played in, during the same conversation, he says, Manla played me Yadi, this individual, um, I owe a money to him. So, Namon, he's believed. She ain't all the Maisa, I don't know how Hektish, Mishas Bishase. Hers is not going to go when he's about to pass away and make all kinds of Hakachainik uh, with Hektish. And he's going to end up causing all people to do Aveda and, and, and uh, he's going to pass away. So who's going to benefit from what he's doing? Basically them. He's not going to benefit from all the, all the, all the, all this Mishigas. So therefore we, we believe him. Because we believe him. Imam, if he says, do give it to them. To know I shall give the piece of property to this guy who had the money to. Not only he says, I owe him. People sometimes say that when, they, when they're on the deathbed, so people shouldn't think that their children have a lot of money. They shouldn't bother them for stock or whatever it is. So if he says that he owes money to this person and he says, give it to him, he specifically just, just says, I command you to give it to him, uh, a money to this guy, then he can take the property from the person who's paid to him Hekdish without a Shavua, even though he has no star. Because we are 100% certain that the Chayv is, is legitimate. Even though he doesn't have a star, we know he owes him because he said to new, and we're confident that that's that true because the person said on his deathbed, therefore there's no need for take, to take a Shavua. The um, Omar If he just says, "I owe money to Chaim Yankel," he doesn't say, "Give it to him." So, in that case, you don't uh, give it to him unless he has a star, like a regular case of Shibud. Because this is a again. Sorry, the doesn't say They don't give it to him. You don't, you don't let him collect from the karka, uh, claiming it's a Shibud unless he has a star 
which is a legitimate star that's been verified in Bezdin. So then, in that case, he could take from Hektish without a Shavua because the person said Bishasi passed away that he owes the money. So therefore, we trust him. He still has to produce a star. Uh, but, uh, but, because the guy didn't say Tenu, but, uh, he doesn't have to make a Shavua, because again, we're not that, 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 that the person who's collecting is forging the Shtar or anything like that, because the person on his deathbed says that he, that give him the money, we know that the Chayv is legitimate. He doesn't have a Shtar, and the guy didn't say Tenu, he just said, I owe money to this guy, one of the plenty of the right? Then in that case, like I said, Malachi Yudchath and Yudzayin, he's not believed to just say, Stamaz he owes money to people, after being Machlish is the Chassim. If it was after he was Maktish, at a later point, he, he, even though he said, he, and he said, the guy, I owe this guy money, and he said, Tanu, give it to him, and Shem and Leib don't listen to him, because this special head, it's like a regular Balchayv, is not believed to say that he owes money to someone else uh, if that person doesn't have a star. So, uh, so, therefore, we don't listen to him, because the head the of a person on his deathbed is only if it's Bishas at the same time, the same conversation when he's Makish as the Chassim. This guy, where he's already after the conversation, even though he's on his death, but still, apparently, he's like a, the, the person who he's saying he owes money to is like regular, regular Balchayiv. Therefore, in this guy's story, if the guy has a validated star, Nishba, the guy can make a Shavu and collect the money from whoever redeems from Hektish, but not from Hektish itself, um, as we said in Allah Zion. Apparently, it seems that that, that the Baal Chayv can't not be paid it from Hektish, even for one dinner, let's say, or two dinner, and whatever he wants to give for himself, because then we're going to assume they took it for free. The onlookers will see that he took it for free for his Chayv. So he has to wait till someone else has paid it and could get the money from that guy. Chaf, Misha, I love Kyle, a person who there's a rumor about him. Shif, come to Chas, he's master all the property. Which could mean, depending on, on the terminology, either for Kahanam or the Besmikdash, in Chayshinla, you don't. Treat the rumor seriously, and to make the person also on his property to use his property or to go and start grabbing his property. Till there's some kind of clear proof. Believe rumors. You have to have substantiated evidence.